Welcome into A to Z Sports Primetime on this Wednesday evening from the Zen Sports Studios. I'm your host, Buck Rising. If you're new to the show, and I'm proud as always to be presented to you by the aforementioned Zen Sports. Get in on all the action in the Zen Sports app. It is your one-stop shop to bet this football season. You can get the changing in the betting bonus game with their cash rewards program. All you need to do is sign up for Zen Sports with code A-T-O-Z-T-N. Of course, the primetime show is also presented by TrueMath Fitness in the Gulch. TrueMath Fitness is where you go for your first workout free. As a Middle Tennessee resident, it's also where you go for the best workout in Middle Tennessee. TrueMathFitness.com for the new way to work out in a new version of you. And of course, the law offices of Amanda J. Gentry. Wherever justice demands, Amanda J. and her team will be there for you and for your constitutional rights. AmandaJGentry.com for more information. X-Factors is what we're talking tonight, and the Titans certainly need one. We did, uh, it was awesome. I had so much fun doing uh, doing the install today, the, the podcast that we do with Greg Cosell, because, you know, Greg and I always have a good time doing the podcast. We always enjoy the subject matter, but like the whole purpose of us doing the podcast is for the X's and O's breakdowns that Greg and I get to do. And I had a lot of fun getting into some real nitty gritty football stuff with Cosell today on the pot. And you'll hear from Greg a little later on um, in a snippet at the very least, but it just means that football season is around the corner and we have an actual matchup to talk about. So in the same way that Michael Thomas features to be an X factor for the Saints. He's coming back. He looks to be maybe not in full form, but he looks to be closer to the version of himself than the one that has been plagued by injury over the last couple of years. Michael Thomas is somebody I'm considering an X factor on Sunday for the New Orleans Saints. No Alvin Kamara. They do have Chris Olave. They've got a couple of other interesting skill position players as well. But if we're talking Saints X factor, the first name that comes to mind to me is Michael Thomas. Now, it doesn't have to be a wide receiver. But when you think about the Titans offense, who has the potential to be the biggest X factor for them on that side of the ball this year? We'll do it on offense first. We'll do it on defense next. We will talk about it together. It's your Two Rivers Ford take. As always, it's presented by Two Rivers Ford. Go to Two Rivers Ford for quality American-made Ford vehicles, award-winning customer service, the car dealership that DeAndre Hopkins Coach Dave McGinnis of Titans Radio, Ramon Foster, Don Davenport, and me all go to is Two Rivers Ford in Mount Juliet, powered by Ford, driven by people. So, who has the biggest potential to be the X factor for the Titans this year? Oh, DeZito. What? It's been so long. Where did you just decide to hibernate throughout the course of the offseason and appear during the first full week of football? It's fine. We still love you. It's a pleasure to see you as always. Always good to see you. Uh, some of the uh, some of the OG names hovering around the primetime show. Uh, Chig says Brezzy B on YouTube. Rishi Guzman also agrees. Corey D. Jackson on Facebook Live believes that it's Burks. No question he's about to eat. So we did get the first injury report of the NFL season today for all 32 teams. And I'll pull the Titans one up for you specifically uh, because Traylon Burks was on it, but was also listed as a full participant. So there's going to be a lot of curiosity around the second year skill position players, right? Phillips is obviously going to miss the first four games. Chigakonkwo is somebody who's a very popular like breakout candidate pick. When I talk to a lot of people around the NFL, 
Uh, and then there's Burks, who they really, really need to be available in a meaningful way. So here's what the injury report looked like today. Uh, the players on it for the Titans, Trey Avery, Harold Landry, Raidens, Burks, Arden Key, and Will Levis. Key, Burks, and Levis, all full participants. Uh, you have limited uh, work by Raidens, Landry, and Trey Avery as they manage a couple of situations with them. So he was uh, out there for stretch, but went inside, Harold Landry did, during the uh, open portion of practice for reporters today. John Parker says NWI has the biggest potential to be an X-Factor. Well, he stands to see some snaps, and you may scoff, and you may turn your nose up, and you may be upset or disgusted by John's submission, and maybe even John is doing it in a sarcasm font that I'm not able to translate via the stream. But I do think that NWI has the ability to make an impact here. Now, whether it's a good impact or a bad impact remains to be seen. But his snap count is going to go up at least in the immediate while Kyle Phillips is unavailable. He is the first and foremost option to fill in in that slot role. You may think it's Kiaris Jackson. You would be incorrect about that assessment. Kiaris Jackson's presence is for the punt return specifically. How soon or how much time it takes for them to trust him as a part of the offensive game plan remains to be seen. Now, can he play a little bit on offense? Sure, and it's feasible that you see him a little bit. But NWI is the person who stands to see his role increase the most based on how this thing might have looked had Cal Phillips been healthy. Healthy. Uh, Joseph on Facebook Live says, Phillips unavailable? Who would have thunk? Yeah, you know, it's he's an easy target, right? I mean, uh, he's he's a small wide receiver who you hear all kinds of great things about at practice, and then he doesn't play, so it doesn't mean anything to you guys. I completely understand. Um, completely understand. It's kind of like when I talk about, like, DeAndre Hopkins at practice. He's as advertised, and you would look at me and say, well, I haven't seen it, so I don't believe it, or I don't know that that's so. Stop, you know, stop telling me things I can't see, um, or things that you can't quantify until week one. Well, soon you'll be able to see DeAndre Hopkins for yourself, and you can make your own assessment, but in the same way that Kyle Phillips doesn't make it to games, if DeAndre Hopkins, uh, you know, for whatever reason, falls short of expectation or isn't available, then you're going to look at us and say, well, what do you mean? He was great during training camp. We didn't see any of that. Uh, it's, it's the scenario that these kind of things set up for. But either way, um, Chris Young says, don't we feel okay with NWI as the wide receiver? Better than him being number one at times like last year. Listen, I'm fine with NWI. Like, I think NWI's existence is beneficial to them. No, I don't want him to be a starting wide receiver if you can absolutely help it, but I think he's fine as a three. I think he's fine as a slot. I think he's functional as an outside wide receiver. I think he blocks like hell, and I think they appreciate him for it. So, you know, your fourth or fifth wide receiver, however you want to stack him and Chris Moore on this depth chart, um, I'm inclined to think that Chris Moore is a primary backup for Hopkins and Burks and that NWI is a backup for all three. Burks, Hopkins, and Phillips because he can play all three roles right now in their offense. So, you know, I feel fine about NWI. Every team needs an NWI. Billy Jones says it correctly. Every team's got an NWI. Uh, th those those players are, are not always flashy. Their fan paces probably resent them because they end up playing sizable snaps throughout the course of a season because injuries are always going to be a thing, and yet they continue to go out there and do their job. So, you know, I'm not... I'm not advocating for NWI as wide receiver one or a pro bowler, but certainly I think that you should be glad that you have him to fill in uh, as somebody who knows your offense without Kyle Phillips available at the point at this point. Um, so as we look uh, as we look at the Titans X factor on offense, well, I think that the 
I think that the player that most lends itself, um, that most lends himself to that kind of variable, right? Without Phillips, Chig's the starting tight end. Hopkins, you could nominate DeAndre Hopkins as your X factor this year. But I'm more inclined to think that it's Traylon Burks. And it was good to, you know, see Traylon Burks kind of cracking a bit of a smile when he was asked about his availability today. Signs are all trending towards him playing in week one. Last week. It's been going good. Um, just doing exactly what I can. Get out there and play Sunday. You know, that's what I'm going to keep doing. You going full speed? Um, I mean, I'm going at the pace, a pretty good pace. You know, so we'll, we'll see what Opti- I am by, by Sunday. Optimistic? Uh, no, you just wait to see. What's what's it feeling like for you going into year two compared to this time last year? Um, man, it's definitely I'm more I would say confident. Um, not stressing about the little things anymore. Level headed and you know just hoping that I can get out there. Just the, the overall feel, the team. Uh, what's the confidence level like? Um, Maybe not only offense but the whole team. Um, I would say it's really good. Um, you know we attack each day. Like we, you know, like we're supposed to, like Braves, you know, asked us to do. And, um, you know, it shows on and off the field. And, um, you know, we're just going to keep doing that. So that's Traylon Burks uh, speaking in the locker room today, Titans' first day of practice. Uh, by the way, speaking of uh, Titans players, um, we are going to have Christian Fulton on the radio show tomorrow at 11.15. We'll look forward to that. He's uh, uh, he's from uh, from New Orleans, played at LSU. It's a good, as good a week one Titan interview as I thought we could have pulled, so I was glad that he agreed to do it and look forward to talking to Christian uh, tomorrow on the radio show. But Burks is, is going to be as good an X-factor candidate as is out there. Ty Kane says, ball, my dude, you are in my lineup. <laughs> well, beyond fantasy football purposes, let's talk about actual football purposes. You know, I don't know, like, Traylon Burks is a fantasy wide receiver. Like, Traylon Burks strikes me as, like, a two catches for 49 yards and a touchdown type of wide receiver if you're doing fantasy type stuff. Um, but he as a he is an X factor in this offense. I think that he's got the home run playability that they need. I think that he can beat uh, the – I think that he can get behind safeties, get behind defensive backs and make plays down the field. I think he's got contested catchability. I think that he's in as good of shape as he's been as an NFL pro um, from a physical conditioning standpoint. I think he's fast. I think he's explosive. I think that they, if they can find creative ways to get him the ball in space, this dude is going to make plays. So I think that when you talk about all the different ways that Traylon Burks can be an X factor, there's a couple of different players that you could nominate and certainly come up with some good ones. But I think Traylon Burks is the one that jumps out to me. A to Z Sports Primetime is presented by Zen Sports. We're very happy to have Zen Sports on board as one of our newest partners for the football season. You will be happy to have Zen Sports in your life when you download the app and plug in the promo code A-T-O-Z-T-N. That's A to Z-T-N. When you sign up for Zen Sports with that code, you will understand how they're changing the betting bonus game with their cash rewards program. When you sign up with that promo code that you see directly behind me, you earn a welcome bonus that gives you 5% cash back on your total betting volume for the first 15 days of betting. 5%. It's nuts. It's insane. Think about that for a second. What are you waiting for? Stop wasting time and money on other sports books when you could be earning real cash rewards with Zen Sports. 
Download today on the App Store or at zensports.com. Gambling problem? Call the Tennessee Red Line, 1-800-889-9789. Terms and conditions apply. Must be 21 and up in Tennessee to bet. So, X factors for the Titans. Who kind of jumps into your mind when I give you that qualifier? It doesn't have to. It can be a star player. doesn't have to be a star player. It, that you know, we'll do one on the defense. For example, the defense, you can nominate Jeff Simmons. It doesn't have to be Jeff Simmons. X factors can be guys who you consider variables. X factors can be guys who you think are getting ready to make the leap. Got X factors can be established players. Really, the definition of X factor is broad here, which is what I think makes it a fun exercise. Uh, Nicholas Johnson says Tajay Spears, and you know, Tajay Spears. Like I said, we, uh, we, we'll we play a, a clip of the Cosell podcast on the radio show tomorrow, and, or you could just go listen to the entire podcast or go watch the entire podcast after we wrap, wrap up primetime tonight. It's available on 104.5 The Zone's YouTube channel. Um, everything that you have with uh, Tajay Spears, I think, is fascinating to see how he's going to be deployed. He's the biggest unknown about their offense. They got a lot of unknowns about their offense, but the deployment of Tajay Spears is something that I think is the biggest unknown. Um, uh, for uh, for Brock Kraft, he says, Spears on offense. We'll get to your guys' defense submissions a little later on. Uh, I think that, uh, let's see, uh, Dre Wilson says, I said this last night, Spears is the X factor. Uh, the Let's see, Tim Kelly as the X factor for Stephen King. Tim Kelly's a good one. Tim Kelly's got... It's a really, it's a really, really hard defense for him to start out with. And, you know, no defense is going to be easy in the NFL. All these people get paychecks for a reason. Uh, they are, you know, the best in their business uh, for the most part. There's some guys who get jobs who don't deserve them. But for the most part, like uh, what what you have in, uh, uh, on Den- in Dennis Allen as the defensive play calling head coach for the New Orleans Saints, that dude's earned every opportunity he's got. And he's one of the hardest defenses to play in in the leagues. So as you look at Tim Kelly and his ability to be an X factor, I'd absolutely accept Tim Kelly as an X factor for this. Uh, A to Z sports primetime is presented by the Ashton real estate group of Remax advantage. Go to GaryAshton.com and get your dream address without the stress. The Intel edge you need to succeed can be found at GaryAshton.com. Uh, Mr. Jones says Andre Dillard. Andre Dillard is a good nominee. Andre Dillard, who's played 47 snaps of actual football last year, who played a bunch in the preseason, played more snaps in the preseason, uh, I think, than he did all of last season. So you know that the dude just needs to get out there and play. Now, I think that I'm confident enough that they can get through a football season with him at left tackle, but I'm not overwhelmingly optimistic about his out outlook there. I'm not overwhelming. You guys know that the offensive line and you know, for many of you, this is the same. I'm not telling you anything that many of you don't think or, or don't know for yourselves that the offensive line is suspect and that Andre Dillard as a part of that reconstruction of that group is a really important piece for them to, they don't have to nail it, but he's got to be at least average, right? He's got to be an average left tackle in football. And that would be an upgrade. An average left tackle in football would be a significant upgrade over what you trotted out in 2022. That being said, I think that Dillard, 
you could look at a number of different the, the Titans offense is full of X factors because the Titans offense is an X factor. We know so little about what Tim Kelly is going to do on Sunday in New Orleans and how they'll do uh, how they'll do throughout the course of the year. Mark Dalton says 32nd ranked line according to the critics. Um, you know, Mark, I don't know who you're specifically citing. I've seen and you know, rankings, rankings are what rankings are, right? I don't know that they're going to be, I don't think they're going to be the worst offensive line in football this year. But if you, if you told me, uh, if you told me that they would be anything better than, you know, like my feeling is that they are a bottom half of the league unit for sure. And that if you told me they were in the 16 to 25 range, I wouldn't be surprised. Uh, let's see. Ken Caniff, uh, or rather Bryce Erickson says, um, called the radio show called him right. Oh, okay. There's a different conversation being had. I can't tell when you guys are arguing amongst yourself or talking to me. My bad. Vrabel unwilling to name a quarterback too, even after Malik looks good. Tell me it's going to be Levis. I don't know that it tells you anything. I don't know that you can, I think that's how he wants it. I think Mike Vrabel could go an entire football season and an entire other training camp. And, uh, and come out the other side and say, uh, and come out the other side and say, well, yeah, I don't know who, uh, I don't know who the quarterback's going to be <laughs> with Ryan Tannehill theoretically gone next year. Right. I think you could go through an entire another year of this without telling you who the primary backup for Ryan Tannehill is this year. Uh, I think it's going to, Puka says Diller got beat out by a six rounder. Yeah, but that's, that does, that kind of ignores it. You're accurate. He did get beat out by a six-rounder. First-round pick got beat out by a six-rounder. But that also ignores that Jordan Mailata, the the sixth-rounder who had never played professional football uh, prior, he was a rugby player when the Eagles drafted him, and he's a freakish athlete, and they've turned him into one of the better left tackles in the sport. You know, I think that I think that ignores I think that ignores uh, Dillard. Um, I think that ignores Dillard's situations. Not saying that Dillard couldn't have beat him out, shouldn't have beat him out, but. Uh, my lot is not just like your average sixth round pick. He's not, who's a, oh, I mean, I guess that's like, uh, oh, what's the damn name of the, of the Titans draft pick from Maryland, the rookie from Maryland, Jalen Duncan. It's like saying Jalen Duncan beat out Andre Dillard for the jump. Well, he didn't really right? Jordan. My is not, not your average sixth round pick. Um, so as we, uh, Buck, if Tannehill returned to 2020, 2021 form, do they give him a one or two year extension in your opinion? I mean, I don't know. What does that look like? Uh, so 2021, 2020, he was one of the best. Uh, he was, the, it was the best offense in Titans era in the last 20, or I guess to that point, it would have been what, 22 years of Titans football. They had not fielded a better offense as the Titan, Tennessee Titans franchise. Um, I think that even if, he, I, I would move on, I would move on. Like as long as the other two aren't disasters, uh, I would move on. There's just there's so little benefit in prolonging the Tannehill experience unless you fouled up the draft picks. Like unless Levis can't play, unless Malik is uh, a disaster, like you need to find out what you have. You you've invested too much draft capital in that position. You need to find out what you have. It it'll be hard to do if Ryan Tannehill balls out, and a lot of you'd be pissed if they move on from him uh, if he balls out this year. But I think that. You know, when you say you see the money that Derek Carr got paid, and if you if the Titans gave Ryan Tannehill a contract like that, a lot of you would shit your pants, like you would lose your minds. Uh, when in reality, that you know, the money's just the money. That's 
where things trend. But right now they've got Ryan Tannehill on a really, really affordable deal. The next time around is not going to look like that just because of the nature of the quarterback position and the inflation over a course of what would that have been four years of Ryan Tannehill's contract. It's crazy uh, that that would be four years uh, that we would see it. So um, yeah, you know, I think it's better to move on. You try and build the best possible team with the finances that you then free up without Derek, without Tannehill, potentially without Bayard. We'll see what happens with those three. Those are going to be the big three to watch in the off season, but yeah, for right now, I wouldn't, I wouldn't worry about it. Ryan Tannehill's your quarterback for 2023 and we will find out together. I, you know, my Bayard might be the exception, but the other two, I would be, I would be comfortable moving on from just, you know, get cheaper contracts, get younger players. There's, you know, there's no need to get sentimental about Derek or, or Tannehill, but we don't need to talk about that right now. We have a full football season ahead of us. All right. So X factors on offense. Traylon Burks is an interesting one to me. X factors on defense. Like I said, it could be a star. It could be uh it could be a guy who you think is going to be a stud. It could be a player who you think is ascending. You can qualify X factor any way that you want to. It's the beauty of this exercise. We will discuss at length together right after I remind you that the primetime show is made possible by True Math Fitness in the Gulch. Go get the best workout of Middle Tennessee. I promise you will thank me for it, for recommending them. You will thank them for it. We're delivering it to you. A new way to work out for the new version of you. That's what we all are after. You know that uh, it's hard for me to maintain my weight. You know, a lot of times I yo-yo during football season. True Math Fitness has given me the tools to succeed, and I love them for it. I love the personal training sessions that I go for. I love going to the group classes when I don't have time to go to the personal training. They work with my schedule, and they will do so for you. And if you just want to sign up for membership and work out at your own pace, they've got an open gym for you to do so as well. TrueMathFitness.com, where your first workout is free. Looking at the uh, looking at the Titans situation on defense, X-Factors is where uh, I think we will uh, qualify a variety of different players. Aziz Alshair is uh, going to be a popular one. Nicholas Johnson agrees with that. Uh, Fulton Weaver, potential X factor says Boban, uh, for let's see. Michael Smith says X factor would be Landry comeback player of the year. Well, we know he's not going to be comeback player of the year. Um, we are, we already know who the comeback player of the year is like, that's already been decided. DeMar Hamlin by putting on a football uniform is going to be the comeback player of the year. Like that's so, you know, that no, no Kyler, if he gets out there, no, no Harold. Uh, I don't think, I mean, Harold would have to have an ungodly season to get that kind of attention to be voted uh comeback player of the year. Tannehill did get it uh in after the 19 season um after being traded for spare parts basically and rebounding the way that they did. Foster Moreau uh is a good nominee. Derek R brings him up in the comment section the tight end who uh found out from a free agent physical that he had a cancer diagnosis. Uh scary stuff. So Pretty sure we already know who are the who are the more likely comeback player of the year candidates. Uh, Danico says Eric Alonzo. He is an X factor. Danico Autry is always, always, always um, an X factor. As far as this goes, he is just a game wrecker. He is a mauler. He how he ages remains to be seen. He's in his mid thirties, and you know, I don't want to say that he's past the peak of his powers because to see him out there against the Patriots in the final preseason game, I know it was backups, but he was just tossing dudes. Um, if Danico Autry can do that for 13 games, I'll feel great about the Danico Autry experience. 
Peter brings up a good one. Dr. Gibbons, Dr. Gibby, Jack Gibbons, the second. Uh, so the starting inside linebacker alongside Alshair when they're in their base defense. I don't know what Gibbons is capable of. I, you know, I know that they seem to trust him and that's important for this exercise. But I think, I think if you're asking me for an X factor, Aziz Alshair is a pretty good one. Um, you know, everybody voted in the team room. Um, and I just try to come in and be the same guy, be who I am, uh, be authentic. And uh, obviously, everybody else showed that. And I always felt like I had leadership qualities just from as far as I've grown up and things I've been through. So um, it was pretty it was pretty uh, cool moment, honestly, when I found out. Because we were at practice and he told us, like, right before we started practicing, and honestly, like, it was just a, a surreal moment for me, and it definitely was an honor. Something I don't take lightly. So, so he got voted a team captain uh, on a one-year prove-it deal. That's no small feat. He's 26 years old, and he is, um, you know, I don't, I don't just do this because I mean I plug my my own shit plenty on here, and I I plug all of the things that I do on every platform that I have. So this is not new, but uh, I did an interview with Aziz. I think he was my last player interview of training camp like the sit downs that we were doing um it was a uh it was a re- he's just a really really thoughtful guy for being that age and I think that when you hear him speak on a variety of different topics particularly how his experience in San Francisco prepared him for uh prepared him for now this opportunity to have a a true full-time starting role and to, you know, earn another contract as a result of that, I think you'll really enjoy that conversation. So you can go check that out on 104.5 The Zone's YouTube page. B. says, Buck, you're plugging 24-7. Well, that's because I'm working 24-7. And I got a lot of things to plug. And I, you know, uh, lucky lucky for you all, all of it's good. <laughs> so uh, the plugs are not without reason. Um, Titans defense bullies Carr last uh, last last time are you talking about when they play uh, when they played the Raiders um yeah I don't know uh I don't know how Derek Carr is going to look in this system but I'm curious to find out just I'm in the same way that I'm curious about the Titans offense Eric Castillo says Buck did an auto draft for his fantasy team shade on Buck yeah I did I absolutely did um listen I don't care about fantasy football they they asked me to be in Titans media league perhaps I should uh Perhaps I should not. Perhaps I should remove myself from the Titans media fantasy football league. We don't play for money. We can't. Uh, so it's, you know, I'm not paying attention to something that I can't make money on. We got enough shit to do on Sundays, much less having to make sure that my lineup is set. And I can't even, I can't even cheat. Like at least in, in high school and college, when I could still do these things for cash, like when I would inevitably lose, I don't think I've ever, in fact, I know I've never won a fantasy league. Um, at least when I would start to lose and like give up on my season, I would sell players to people who were like on the verge of winning their leagues. I would sell players and then split the profits afterwards. Um, absolutely would cheat. So I can't even cheat for fun in this media league. So yeah, if I forgot on Labor Day night at 9.30 p.m. to, to draft, I, I, I actually did feel bad about forgetting to draft. I don't want to dismiss it. I did feel bad. But uh, yes, I'm absolutely an auto-drafter and I probably would have done better auto-drafting than I would have done <laughs> I probably would have done better auto drafting than I, I picked the, these things myself. Uh, you know, sometimes it just works out that way. Uh, so let's get to rising and falling. Maybe, perhaps, I'm a falling candidate for uh, auto drafting my draft. Kaharski texted me; it was so funny. Uh, 
what <laughs> let me see if I can pull up my uh pull up the text message from it. You guys will get a kick out of it. Just the idea that we're all in a fantasy league together, like Paul, uh, Teron, Rex Road, myself, um, a couple of people who are on the Titans PR staff, Glennon. Like it's just a it's just a total shit show. Uh all all season long, especially when I forget. Karski texted me at 9.16 p.m. about 15 minutes into the draft asking if I was too important to draft, and I just sent him back a bunch of expletives an hour later because, you know, I'd forgotten, put on a movie, and auto-drafted my entire team. So what are you going to do? Let's uh, wrap up with Rising and Falling on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch. Whose stock rose? Whose stock fell? Billy Jones says, you got Daniel Jones. Yeah, how do you know? I don't need I well, I knew that I got Daniel Jones as my quarterback. How did you know I got Daniel Jones as my quarterback? Did we talk about this on the radio show? Maybe. doesn't matter. Either way, stock up, stock down. Real easy exercise. We'll discuss together right after I remind you that the Primetime Show is presented by the Law Offices of Amanda J. Gentry. Wherever justice demands, Amanda J. and her team have you covered. They have practiced Tennessee in Tennessee family and criminal courts in 35 counties in this incredible state of Tennessee. They are there to provide you with the incredible service of protecting your constitutional rights. She is the best. She is dogged in her determination to protect you and to fight for you. AmandaJGentry.com is where you go. Uh, Zach told us, how does Zach know? (laughs) I, I, I haven't seen... I'm trying to think of the last time I saw Zach in person. The only, the only, every once in a while, I get a call from Zach out of the blue to talk about some business shit. But like, for the most part, Austin Stanley dropped this backdrop off at my house today and I did not see Austin. He just left it on my porch. It's the most, I, I love him all to death. And the, but the only time I ever see him is on computer screens. It cracks me up. It's the most disconnected work environment. <laughs> work environment, not disconnected. We all talk very, very frequently, but it's just never in person, even though. Anyway, not important. Uh, that's funny though that Zach knows who I, Zach knows that I auto drafted and that he knows I auto drafted. Uh, Daniel Jones is is hilarious uh, to me. All right, that is uh, Billy Jones says Zach got married and disappeared. Well, he's running the company. Um, I'm very happy that I'm happy to see less of Zach on the air because that means that Zach is doing more off the air. And Zach, it's impossible for Zach to do more off the air than he's already doing. But he's a uh, He's out there busting ass, and I, I, uh, I'm grateful that we have Zach because without Zach, I don't think, <laughs> I don't think anybody else is capable of running a company like this. Anyway, let's keep it moving uh, and talk about whose stock rose, whose stock fell in sports this week. Jay Street says y'all really have to get rid of the ending video. Uh, for as many people keep bitching about it, I think I'm just going to keep it. I like it now. You know, it's 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 uh, it's it's familiar to me. I just you know I. I, it's, it's a part of the show. And so if you don't like that, I can't help you. I like it. Uh, <laughs> Kenny Hill says, bro, that shit's creepy. I know. That's why it makes me laugh. Uh, we, uh, okay. Stock up coach prime, Colorado Buffaloes. Yes. Great stock up candidate, Colorado upsetting TCU. Uh, they now host, or they now will play. I don't know if that game is at Nebraska or at Colorado, but they'll play Nebraska a really, really big game for them. Nebraska obviously falling short. I thought they played well on defense but uh, against Minnesota, but ultimately cost themselves the game. I, I think that uh, I think that Coach Prime is the, he's probably the he's probably the biggest story in college football this weekend. 
Um, LSU getting drummed by Florida State is second. But I don't think there's a bigger story in college football right now than Deion Sanders, which is crazy because he's doing it at Colorado. And they won one game last year. Um, <laughs> Troy Whitlow says that's Chris Frazier's mom at the end of the show. Stop. No mom jokes, even though I didn't need to pick it up and highlight it. I'm teasing. Chris knows I'm teasing. Um, stock down Nebraska, says Eric. Will Compton needs to stop hyping them up. Oof, it's tough. Mark Dalton says Clemson trending down. Clemson's a good one. The I'm, I'm going to stick in the NFL, though, since we've talked a lot of NFL tonight. We do a lot of college football show on the radio. Show. We do a lot of college football on the radio show, less on primetime, just because, you know, when we do it, it doesn't do as well. Um, so I'm going to stick with the NFL, and I'm going to pick uh, Jonathan Gannon, who is the first-year head coach of the Arizona Cardinals. Welcome back. Who drove over here? Quick, let me see your hands. Who took the bus? Did you have fire in your gut? Did you? We're here for a reason. Don't get that twisted, okay? We're here for a reason to win games. So if you didn't have that fire in your gut, you better light the fire pretty fast. Be who you are. Just understand, I'm looking for killers. Bert's in the background doing the Eagles, <laughs> the Eagles fly <laughs> motion on the uh, on the Cardinals in-house propaganda machine. If that's the most inspiring thing, how many hours of of Jonathan Gannon mic'd up sound and video do you think they went through before they finally said, you know what, <laughs> we don't have anything better than this. We just got to put something together. We're on a deadline here. We gotta we gotta get it out there. Rice Erickson said, imagine asking multi-million athlete multi-millionaire athletes if they took a bus. Hey, you know, honestly, uh, listen, a lot of players, like, I remember, and it's funny because Buster Screen was in the news recently for some legal, uh, for a legal situation, but I remember the week they signed Buster Screen. You guys remember Buster Screen, the corner? I think they put him on the roster in 2021, and he played some good, uh, good football for them while he was here. I remember leaving the facility one day, walking to my car in the parking lot, and Buster Screen being out there by himself in the parking lot. And I figured, okay, maybe they got a van for him that's going to take him to whatever apartment or hotel he's staying at. Dude just got into town. He's just had his first practice. He probably doesn't have much luggage or clothes to change into. He's probably at some, like, comfort inn or something like that. And this man, his Uber gets there, okay? It's it's not even like an Uber Black <laughs> or or like an Uber – I mean, what are the other options? I like uh, – I like <laughs> – I like taking Uber Black, no free ads, just because it gives you the option to not talk to people, <laughs> which is the most pretentious thing in the world. But I swear to God, I love it, and I use it. I really do. Um, but yeah, Buster Screen was leaving. It was like a Toyota Corolla that he was Ubering home in that day from practice. And Buster Screen, like, Buster Screen's made some money in the NFL. It's not, it's not a, uh, this is not a, uh, you know, a undrafted rookie free agent trying to scrap it together as he figures out how to pay off student loans or something like that. This is... So, I mean, Buster Screen was in the league for at least six or seven years. Anyway, uh, always makes me laugh. So, yeah, you don't know if one of them takes the bus or one of them goes about it uh, that way. But, you know, it is, it, the Jonathan Gannon thing is very uninspiring. I just we're there to win games. No, you're not. Your whole front office is trading away assets because you're not there to win games. Um, Uber XL says Bryce Erickson. Uh, Corey D. Jackson is also an Uber XL person. Um, that's me guilty. 
Uh, Patrick Johnson says, why has no one discussed D-Hop's impact on this team on the team thus far? This far, thus far? Is he phasing out? Um, we literally spent an entire summer talking about it. What are you talking about? What are you talking about? Um, I, I try not to have bad tone every time. But Patrick, if you've paid attention to anything, anything at all, I'm assuming, unless it's just a troll because it's a black picture there for your screen. So maybe maybe Patrick Johnson isn't even your real name. Maybe you've tried to troll me and you've successfully done so because I can't imagine that anybody, 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 even if you were just tangentially following the NFL to a degree, would come away with the conclusion that DeAndre Hopkins has not been discussed as having an impact on the football team, much less that he is being, quote-unquote, phased out. I assume that I have been got by a troll. I assume that that is not a serious comment. I assume that there is no picture because no person would type a comment like that seriously and then want their face shown as a result. Lonzo Windsor says, triggered? No, I just think it's dumb. (laughs) I mean, (laughs) phased out. Yes. DeAndre Hopkins, the most important acquisition of the Titans offseason. Arguably, one of the most important acquisitions offensively of any team this offseason. Yeah, he's getting phased out. You're right. We haven't talked about him enough. Jesus. All right. That seems like a good place to land the plane on this primetime Wednesday night. We appreciate you guys uh, spending your time here with us Sunday through Thursday. Even Patrick, that's okay, Patrick. And maybe Patrick, it might have been your first time. Maybe, maybe today's the first day you start paying attention to football at all. Maybe, maybe today's the first day you've heard DeAndre Hopkins' name and then said, Oh, that guy sounds pretty interesting. Why aren't you talking about him more? Maybe all of those things are true. I don't know that. I don't think that, but maybe they are. <laughs> give you give you the benefit of the doubt. Set phasers to stun, says Mr. Jones. I thought I thought I was pretty diplomatic. I thought I was pretty stop. I've been way, way meaner about stuff. And you know. We're trying to get better. We're trying to have some growth. We're trying to be more Zen. Zen Sports from the Zen Sports Studio. Appreciate you guys spending your evenings here with us. Radio show tomorrow. We got Christian Fulton on the radio show. We got former NFL offensive lineman, now Titans radio sideline reporter, Ramon Foster on the radio show. We're going to have a great time from 10 to 1 on 104.5 The Zone. Check out the newest episode of The Install with Greg Cosell for 25 great minutes of week one breakdown heavily featuring the Tennessee Titans at the New Orleans Saints. Have a great rest of your evening, and I will talk to you tomorrow night at the two-minute warning of the Chiefs and the Lions because football's back, baby, and so is our girl to end the show. Are you surprised to hear that? Certainly not. The first year we took it to the limit, and I was in Miami with my new beach house. Well, it was a couple minutes from the beach. It's been 20 years since then. We haven't been too strong in the last few years. Oh, we've been strong. We're just playing by the rules. You can't have a newcomer come in and steal a show.